0: That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, what up Jordan, K-9 Hampton, MAS journalist, Daisy, what's up? Welcome to the live guys, Matt, Daisy, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm going to give a second for a couple of you guys to join in. Appreciate having you as always. Pigs do fly six. I don't think I've seen you in the live before. Welcome to the live. Shannon, welcome. Glad you can make it this time. Uh, Mo Ibrahim, how you doing? NB Paul, welcome to the live, man. Happy to have you. A.A. Rosing, not much, you know, just hanging out. Keeping myself busy as usual, guys. You know how it is. Uh, Eliseo, what is up? Welcome to the live. Edgar. Happy to have you. Pigs. Pigs do fly. Yo, yo, yo. The memes. It's me. Or isn't it? Or maybe I have someone who joins the lives who pretends to be me while it's not being me while it's being me at the same time. Look at this man in a different room from his crusty room. That's right. Before I was was in my, my, my sister's room. Hey, free agency life when you're bouncing around in your off season. You're back home visiting the parentals. not even visiting, living with while you figure out what's going on. What's going on, guys? It's a lot of you joining the the live today. I appreciate having you. Drop in where you're calling in from. Last week, we got some people from Japan, Uh, others from New Zealand, Ohio, we got New England. I think we got Costa Rica. We haven't gotten anyone from Chile before. I'd like to see if there's someone from Chile. Ask them what it's like out there. Um, as you guys know, this is the Ask a Soccer Pro Show episode. I was even looking at it, looking into it. I don't know if we we're episode 9 or episode 10. I'm pretty sure we're episode 10. Yes, we're episode 10. I just confirmed. Talked to my uh, lawyer. Is it? Yep. My lawyer says we're on episode 10. So, welcome. Happy to have you guys. You know what it is. The Ask the Soccer Pro Show is your chance to get your questions answered by what is currently a 10-year MLS veteran, Quincy Americois, that's me, or Mimi Boy, uh, however you want to, whatever you want to call me, it doesn't really matter, but I digress, guys, you know how the show goes or if not you're just joining us for the first time welcome happy to have you we spend a lot of time here talking about the good old msl the mental strength league we talk about concepts ideas and philosophies to improve your game on the field but your game off the field as well too because everything is a game when you really think about it are you an active participant or are you casually getting played by the other players of the game i don't know but usually by the end of our episode You'll be questioning your reality and figuring out where you fall in that spectrum. We're over here to wake people up if you didn't know you was asleep. Yeah, so like I said, now's your chance to drop in some questions and comments and all that good stuff. Some questions you'd like answered from a, a decade-long pro in the game. On top of let me know where you guys are calling in from. He said, A.K.A. Score of the Chip. Yo, this man felt some type of way. That's right, I felt some type of way, bro. I scored a goal that got people to pay attention, and now you guys can you'll see my ad forever. Now you're gonna you're gonna love that goal, and you're gonna love to hate that goal because that goal is gonna always hit your newsfeed regularly from now on. Cause I know it gets your attention, and then you gotta listen to what I have to say. And whether you're gonna make fun of my man bun or the fact that I suck at soccer or that. I'm stupid and I don't know anything about business, and I'm not focused on the game or whatever you want to think. Go ahead and keep on thinking it as long as you keep paying attention to me. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right. You guys know I've been getting my system and process down. So we go live on this account every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST. And, uh, now in the day on Thursday, I make sure some of you guys aren't able to join the live, but I know a lot of you are watching the live replay. I go and post on my personal account for questions to get answered or questions that you'd like answered while on the replay, as well as the question you guys are dropping in down here. So what else is going on? Oh, the only other thing that I wanted to also let you guys know about is this week. In MLS, Eli will be joining us today, halfway through the call, so I think at 6.30 he should be calling in. So we'll get, we'll get rocking and rolling here so we can move into that. Jordan has been asking me quite a bit to go deeper on a concept of exponential versus linear thinking and, uh, and results. And by that, Let me pull up, by that I'll explain what I mean and then I even got myself a whiteboard if I needed to kinda go over some concepts and stuff with you guys. Cause you know, I love to teach. Or at least share my experiences. So, what was I doing? I'm pulling this stuff up. So before I jumped into that deep topic, before I jumped too uh, too deep into that topic, Uh, I am going to answer a couple of the quicker questions that we had over here, if my thing would open up. So, let's see, I remember the first time you said the concept on episode one, you're going to be hearing that a while, because that's a lot, that's long-term thinking versus short-term thinking. But let me see what we got here. So, over, and of course my phone doesn't want to load on me. But, ah, okay. So Minnesota, uh, Minnesota.xi over on Instagram had asked me, would you rather have a world class team with bad management or vice versa? And I had to think about that. I had to think about that for a second because the idea would, would typically, you typically think that having a world class team would overcome, overcome bad management. Oh, this this would be great to tie into the concept today of linear versus long-term thinking. In the short term, if you are short-term thinking and you are short-term focused, the answer to that question, at least from my opinion and my perspective, would be world-class team and terrible management. And the reason why I'll explain that is because a world-class team can overcome poor management only in the short term but in the long term, a world-class team will fall apart because of poor management. And that's kind of, that kind of applies to anything and everything, at least as I've seen it and experienced it, especially on the professional level and in my businesses and just overall. And If I'm choosing between the two, I'm choosing world-class management. And the reason why I'm choosing world-class management is because in the short term, world-class management might not look like it's got it together. It might not look like it's going to make it. It might not look outside people who are headline readers, who don't actually do their own research and actually understand what's really going on. To those people, they think it's a failure and won't work. But world-class management, when they know how to recruit people, how to make them feel a part of the team and have people play a level above where they actually naturally are, like uh, a a belief in yourself can get you greater results than actually being decent and having no belief in yourself, right? But that's why I choose uh, world-class management and a terrible team. Because world-class management will create a great team over time. And a world-class management will make a terrible team play at least average. And will make an average team play great. And a great team will be unstoppable. And I think with world-class management, eventually you will create a great team. And from there, you'll be able to create uh, an unstoppable organization. And I think a a lot of people do not understand that. And a big reason they don't understand that is because Success and results are exponential over time versus linear in time in the way that we think and experience time. And I'll talk exactly, I'll, I'll, show, I'll write that out a little bit so you guys can see and understand, understand that as well. Yo, uh, Anthony G504, welcome to the live, happy to have you. Arnold R16, welcome. Edgar, what up? Jose, hello, welcome. Daily MLS Facts. What are the facts that you're going to be dropping for me? Welcome to the live. Let's see. Christos Maven 7 asked, if you could describe your style of play in one one word, what would it be and why? That's a good question. I like that. I would describe... hmm. I'd describe it as fearless, if I had to say one word. I'd say fearless. And the reason why I'd say fearless is because I'm willing to take risks. It doesn't mean I'm always going to be right, but I am accepting of the consequences when I'm wrong. And I think that's a big distinction between people's first... Maybe perception of me or perspective that they take on me in the short term because I, I am a confident person. I am very sure of myself. I believe I'm right just as everyone else believes they're right because think about it. If you thought you were wrong, why would you walk around knowing you're wrong and being wrong on purpose unless you're just really stubborn and you, you despite yourself or despite someone else. Um, but other than that, I pretty much feel as though most people are walking through life believing that they're right and it's not until after something happens that they realize they're wrong. And the difference for me is I'm I'm open to the idea that I am wrong, but I'm but I'm also willing to accept the consequences of being wrong. And when I say fearless, it means even in the face of the unknown and uncertainty, I will still act in a manner that I believe is the right thing to do even if I'm wrong in the action in the first place. I think intentions are the most important basis of navigating and the and the way in which I determine and decide how I'm judging someone else. Most people say uh, you shouldn't judge people, but if you can't, Judging is literally how you have to navigate life you comparison. That's how we are. We're humans The only way you know something's big is because something smaller is in comparison to it so you're you're judging even if it's uh, Even if it's passively or subconsciously or with as little bias as possible There's always some type of judgment being passed and the context that you choose to take again The perspective you choose to take determines whether it's good or bad (sighs) And if we're going to good or bad, that's another rabbit hole we can go down to. So Jordan, if you want to make note on that, we can go deep on that one in a future episode. But yeah, that's how I describe describe my, my game. And there are many different paths to getting to this point. No one path is the right path. No one path is the only path. It's just my path. And I'll teach you guys and tell you guys the truth from my perspective and my experiences and uh fearless in this in the sense that even if I know you won't agree with me when I say it I'm going to tell you it anyway which is another great thing that I could talk about uh mistakes I made in my career one mistake is well I I wouldn't consider a mistake because it's it's a reason why I'm where I'm at and why I've been able to do the things I've been able to do but now looking back on a 10-year career I definitely know that uh, having such a strong opinion and being willing to share it with people if they ask does not make it easier for you. So, this is for the younger ones out there. Uh, Just because someone asks your opinion on something doesn't mean you need to share it with them because they may be using that against you and making it much harder on you than it needs to be. I wouldn't say I learned that the hard way because I'm so stubborn that I figured out how to make it work in spite of, but definitely making it to this point in my career, I could have made it a lot easier on myself if uh, I just didn't tell people what I, f- what I actually thought when they asked me. <laughs> might seem simple uh, it might be for you, but uh, not for me, so let's see. Uh, official said, a little birdie told me that you're Barcelona's Messi replacement. You know, I try not to, I I try not to brag about it too much, but, you know, if it gets out, you know, let's see, let's see what we got here. I see the sneak dis, (laughs) no sneak disses, just straight up disses, or just straight up truth. Played one season of college soccer and couldn't find a team for a while. The one known as Anthony. Well, I'm not sure if you're asking me a question or you're just letting me know. Let's see. Oh, okay. For me, uh, my path was pretty rough. I've been training on my own up until a few months ago, and a personal coach to develop me. And my trip to Spain helped me help my form skyrocket. Okay. No, that's that's good. I think last week we talked about if you have an opportunity to go and train over uh, abroad, you definitely should take it. Um, the experience really gives you more clarity as to where you are, where you land and and more importantly lets you understand where uh understand how badly and what you're willing to do to to reach your goals or to accomplish your goals. So <laughs> Edgar how did how did you get so much power when you scored that legendary chip? I don't think it was necessarily pow- power. I just I hit the right spot of the ball. Like if you if you're practicing and shooting a lot, you'll realize you actually don't have to swing hard to put power behind the ball. I really, really learned that from Mike McGee. Uh, You guys should... uh, So, (laughs) when I was in Chicago, when I was playing in Chicago, Alec Kahn, he's the... I think he's the backup goalkeeper for Atlanta. United right now, Uh, we were in Chicago, so he was my old roommate. So him and my old teammate, Mike McGee, uh, were talking a bunch of mess at training, and uh, I had told Mike, Alec would outkick him in goal kicks for sure. Alec practices goal kicks like every single day, and he's a goalkeeper, and uh, Mike does not. And Mike weighs like 145 pounds, and Alec's like, I don't even know, like 190. So I thought I was putting my money on, on a on a sure thing, and they had a long kick contest, and Mike not only beat him with his right foot f- for goal kicks, he also, beat, he also beat Alec with his left foot, which... F- completely showed and proved to me that you don't have to have power to kick the ball far. Technique is way more important and crucial to pretty much every aspect of this game than athleticism and power and strength. Those are great things to have, but they're not necessary. Because if they were, you know, guys like Mike McGee wouldn't be the MLS MVP if, if that's all it required. Like, his... His ability to read the game and position himself and and uh his just overall soccer iq was very was very high and always impressed me okay or am I drinking coffee no, I'm not drinking coffee um, oh okay, so Jordan, this one's for you, so we'll talk about. I'll talk a little bit about what I, what I mean by exponential versus linear. And I haven't really put much thought into how I'll draw this out, so I'm going to kind of do it on the, on the fly here, right? But let's say where, where you are right now, where we are right now, and hopefully you can see this. Can you guys see this? I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, yeah, you can see that. Right? Give me a thumbs up if you guys can see that in the chat. So make sure I'm not just drawing... But I'll keep talking here. Okay, cool. Thank you, McNasty. (laughs) Thank you for that. Notorious, Uh, thank you, OR. Thank you. Okay. So, let's think of... um, So, let's say our experience, what we're doing in in real time is in three, three dimensions, right? So, we're 3D, so we can... We can, we've got length times width and height. So we can see in front of us, left, right, up, down, all that kind of stuff, and depth. So perspective is the one that we're taking on us. So from a third, from a third view outside of ourselves, it's 3D, right? But within ourselves in 3D looking in, a two-dimensional plane, right? Length and width, no depth. You're just a point. Does that make sense? So outside of, outside of me here, if there's someone outside of me, on top of me looking down. If they look down on me it'd be flat and this would be the top of my head. Got it? Okay. So so from this perspective, we're saying time is we experience time let me see. Hold on. There we go. This thing might be I scratch myself. Alright, yeah, just the lights and stuff are making it. There we go, we'll turn it like that. So, (laughs) I thought I already had math class today. There you go, and you're back in session, guys, because this... I like to make it applicable to our actual life, because I hated school, and I... Yeah, we could talk about that another time. I'm not a huge fan of school. I like... I like what school allowed me to do, but I wasn't having fun in it. But if they'd made it conceptual like this, I would have paid attention a lot more and got more out of it. But anyway, so if we're looking down on top of ourselves, let's say now life as we're experiencing it, if we're looking at it from the perspective of two dimensions like this, means this is where you are now and this is your experience of time. Time. And I'm doing this on the fly, guys. I haven't really thought this, I haven't thought out how to do this exactly, but we'll figure it out as we're on. Okay, so... We believe that results happen in a same manner, parallel to time. So as we're doing things over time, we think we should see the same results over time. But if you've, if you've accomplished anything in life or been successful at, at something, you'll understand that results aren't linear. So like they're not flat and they don't, they don't progress up like that. What they do as time passes, they're exponential. So they 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 shoot up like that. Right? So for a long duration of time, you don't see any improvement. And the problem is so let's say right here. So now we're doing it like this, right? The problem that most people run into is they start doing something, they start doing something new, they start doing something different. And let's say this is week one of time. So this is this is day zero, week one, week two, week three, week four. I don't even know if I did that backwards. I'm writing upside down, guys. So I'm trying the best if I can. Two, three. I don't know if that's backwards and you guys can read it or whatever. <laughs> but here's my point, okay? Most people get super excited by having a call like this or talking to someone or, 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 whatever it is that you want to do. And they say, I'm going to, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to actually train more. I'm going to put in more work. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to do whatever it is that they're going to do. And they get excited in the first day. So they get off the call like this right now. You say, oh, I'm going to go work out and do really this and all that hard. And you'll start doing different stuff that you've never done before. And your motivation, oh, I gotta, I'll answer that one later. Your motivation only lasts you like seven days. If motivation is what's driving you to do something, you'll run, you'll, you'll run out. You'll run out of motivation before you hit enough time to see results. So what happens is, is people keep getting in that cycle here. Motivation here. And then motivation, maybe they get it and they're doing it for two weeks. And then they keep coming back to where they started. And they once they've done that three, four, five times, they think it doesn't work anymore. They think whatever they're doing doesn't work. They think whatever they're working on doesn't work all of that they think it doesn't work anymore and they give up so then they'll come over here from their perspective they'll tell you that's stupid this doesn't work you're an idiot don't all that crap you guys hear it's noise it's bs don't listen to it it's because results are exponential and by that i'm saying you're not going to you're not going to see any results from trying or doing anything new or different without consistently doing it over time at least until week four and the problem is at week four it's not going to be much of a difference from where you already started right so that also discourages some people they only see march they get out to week four let's say you made it to week four you get marginal improvement and maybe you give up as well there too because then you go back to over here and you start saying oh this doesn't work this is bs this is whatever 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 right What they don't know is. All of a sudden once you hit week five, week six, week seven, week eight, and you're doubling that, the increase in the results that you that you see, and this is also on the perspective of time. So this depends on what you're applying. So let's say we're talking about fitness, your overall fitness. This is something you can do on a weekly scale. But if you're talking about like success in a career, let's say like a soccer career or a business or whatever, you're doing this on years. So one year, two year, three year, four year, five year, 10, right? And that's what I keep telling you guys. It all comes down to perspective. If the perspective that you're taking isn't rooted in, if you don't have the right perspective, you'll never have the realistic lens of understanding when starting a journey to be successful at something. When most kids parents, coaches, whoever say they want to be a pro soccer player, they want, to, they want to get better at their game, their touch or whatever, they're thinking on a time perspective of weeks, maybe even months, one month, two months, four months, but you need to be thinking about it in terms of years, and if you started thinking in terms of years where you said, okay, year one, Year two, year three, I'm not going to make any decisions on whether or not I'm actually good enough at this or going to be good enough at this until year four. I guarantee if you take that perspective, all of a sudden, what happens to you in the short term doesn't matter anymore. If people think you suck and they say you're stupid and you don't know what you're doing and you don't – but you're going like, I'll know if you're true or not. I'll know if you're right or not in four years. In four years, then I'll listen to you and I'll think about if what you said is true. Until then, I'm blocking out the haters, I'm blocking out the nonsense, and I don't give a shit what you have to tell me or what you have to say to me, because it doesn't matter. So, that make sense? That's what I want you guys to understand. So breaking down your goals and whatever it is into the appropriate perspective of what it is because results are exponential. To that point, we've talked several times and I've already told you guys a lot about, um, about the one cent, one penny to $50,000 idea. That's the same thing about exponential uh, and linear. And for those of you who are joining for the first time, the thought experiment is just this. If I was going to give you one penny today, or I give you, uh, if I give you one penny today and I told you I'd double that penny every single day for 30 days, right? So one penny today, two pennies tomorrow, four pennies the next day. Eight pennies, 16, 32 pennies. You get the point. On like day 10, I think you got like a dollar and 50 cents. Would you rather take that or $50,000 cash right now? I'm not going to go through that whole entire thing because a lot of you on the call already understand that. And if you want more of that, go watch a previous live. But in the end, what you need to understand is. That one penny, starting at one penny on day one, ends up being over $2 million on day 30. And even though I'm telling you that, and even though you hear me, and even though a lot of you on the call already know that that is true, it is still almost impossible to wrap your head around, your mind around that idea. It's because our brains do not work exponentially. They work linearly because that is how we experience time. That is the perspective that at least I Am experiencing and I've seen and tend to see that that is the same for those around me So if you're experiencing something like four-dimensional chess uh, Holler at me because I've got some questions for you because I want to I want to understand some stuff from a, a perspective that I'm not capable of seeing right now but Aside from that My point to you guys is saying just because you can't see two million dollars 30 days from now doesn't mean it doesn't exist and you could tell your friends, family, and all these people around you that it would be worth more than $2 million. And I guarantee all of them would bet you money that it's not true. And you can make a lot of money doing a bar trick doing that. Going at school, betting people that that it's more. Because they won't believe you because they think it's impossible. And even though you know it's possible and you know how to do it and you know how to get there, other people will deny that reality. So I want you to think about that. That's the whole crabs in a bar. In Bucket mentality. What up this week, MLS? Eli has joined the call. Eli, give me like two minutes to wrap this up and then give me a call and we'll we'll drop, we'll get you going here and we'll do that because this is a great transition where we'll wrap up kind of what we discussed today. The largest point that I want you guys to understand that I hope you're taking away from this is you don't have to see it believe it (laughs) right but more importantly if motivation and short-term thinking and short-term things you want is the reason why you're gonna go on this journey whatever it is to get here right I think well uh, the other thing was here 90% of all the progress happens in the last two days so on, if it was a 30, 30 day scale, right? You're jumping from, in the last in the last four days, like ninety percent of all of it um, comes there. I even wrote an article about this. Oh man, like four years ago, I think on my website quincymaricopa.com. So if you guys, what's it called? I think it's called Goals: The Bigger Picture. So if you want to read that article, go ahead and go there. I've got some like YouTube videos that talk about this concept of like bacteria in a in a vacuum. Um, 95% of the space is vacant 95% of what is possible is isn't there and then tell the last 5% then all of a sudden it's doubled and There's no more space anymore. So it's it's very sharp There's a tipping point at which point where It takes off and if you give up at any point in time before that you never see results You never get success and you believe all these people down here are right when they weren't if you get today if You're saying it's gonna be two million dollars in 30 days and you get today 25, and you only see like $30,000, you're like, oh man, I've only got five days left. I can't see getting from 30000 to two million. And I'll tell you, that is the time where it's time to triple down and go in harder and deeper because because that's the time where they're trying to get you to quit. So don't quit, keep going, and uh, think about it this way. Oh, the final thing that I wanted to make a point with that was. If motivation or short-term things was the reason why you were doing whatever it is you're doing or the reason why you set off on this journey, don't bother. You have to know why. Why? You have to know why you're doing it. If you don't know why, if, if you don't know why and the why isn't a big enough reason, because most, most of you, and I'll say most of you because most people listen to this, most of you are thinking, one month, one week, when you need to be thinking one year. So when you think, oh, something's gonna take you a month to do complete or accomplish, times it by three. That's how, I, that's how I navigate. So if I think right now it's gonna take me one month to figure something out, to do something, to accomplish something, to whatever it is, I then immediately times it by three, sometimes by four, and I go, okay, it's actually gonna take me three months. And then if I go, okay, If I'm going to have to work like hell for when I'm thinking it's only going to take one month of work, am I willing to work three times as long to get half the results? And if the answer to that question is no, then I have to say, okay, well, what's a big enough why for why I'm going, why even if it takes three times as long, five times as long, 10 times as long, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to finish it. If you start thinking about stuff that way, things in the short term You're not gonna say you're not gonna think about why you're doing something, you're gonna think about how you're gonna do it. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with B Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B pro. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. And you're going to, go, you're going to say, what, what do I need to do? Because I already know why I'm doing it. So I want to accomplish this goal, and I know why. Because I want, to, I want to live the life that most people never get the chance to live. And I think that that's worth dedicating my life to. That's a pretty big why. Okay. So, well, if your why is that big, then if there's something in the short term that, that gets in the way of your why, you're just going to say, how do I overcome this? What do I need to do to navigate around it? Because I'm going to, right? I'm going to get to 2 million. I don't care if I'm at one penny today. And I think I'm going to get to 2 million in 30 days, but I'm willing to work to 90 before I even think about maybe potentially quitting. But you know what happens if you get to 90? Usually what happens when you get to 90 is you go, oh, wow, you know what? That took three times longer than I thought it would. And I'm, I'm 50% farther along than I was when I started out, so why would I quit now? And then three months after that, you'll actually get there and you'll make it. And you'll look back and you go, wow, I didn't realize what I really was signing up for. It's much harder, much longer, much more grueling than, um, than I thought. But it was worth it. And I'm happy because I know there's no way that anyone else can beat me or pass me without having to do that same amount of work as me. So that sum, sums it up. Jordan, thank you very much. Eli, if you're still on the live with me, man, go ahead and give me a call so we can we can start talking some conspiracies and whatever else. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but let's do it. I think Thanks for joining guys. Um, Edgar, yeah, why not? We could practice together sometime. We've got to figure this out. Uh, just depends on where you're at. I'm, where am I? I'm in Fresno right now. But, never know where you'll be in a, in a little bit. In a couple days, maybe. Let's see, give, give him, oh, there we go. This, oh, there we go. And, live. <laughs>
1: wait it's connecting there it is hey awesome. what's up? hey quincy my guy what is up i'm just
0: i'm just living life
1: man enjoying myself how about you i am also living the life uh second semester senior so i got that going for me all that stuff oh man so whatever but have you have you been uh have you been applying to to schools yet? And you know where you're gonna go. You're gonna to go to college. I don't know where I'm going yet. I'm in the process of waiting. I've applied everywhere, and I'm waiting, just like you are with your next team. Oh, there you but go. But it will all work out in the end, because that's how life works, right? It will.
0: Well, as long as you've been preparing, have you prepared properly?
1: Yes, I have done everything I can to put myself in the best position. Good. I'd like to hear that. If you uh, uh, if you had the choice, yeah. where would you like to end up? Um. I'm going to keep that info private. Okay. But I will let everyone know when I know.
0: Okay. That's fair. I was going to say we could speak it into we could speak it into existence, put it out there and make it happen, but that's fine. Yeah. I understand. Keep it close to chest. That's fine.
1: Yeah. So, my first question for you is yes. have you ever thought about coaching after your soccer career? We didn't get to that last time, and I'm very uh, curious. Um coaching like soccer? Yeah, managing uh, I don't know. Be the USMNT coach in the future, something like that. I don't know.
0: Ah oh, man. If I were,
1: I would. I, I think I'd be a really great player manager.
0: Uh, I wouldn't necessarily. I don't think I'd necessarily like coach the day-to-day stuff. So if you think about like Perfect Soccer, we're gonna own like an MLS team one day. So when we oh, do honestly. that, obviously, right? And then you'll be wow. on. I'm not sure what position you're gonna have yet. It just depends on where you're at on the journalism side of stuff. You wanna work in the mm-hmm. the. The, the front office, you want to work on the media side. We'll figure that out, right? No problem. Oh, yeah. We'll figure that out. But oh, yeah. The, yeah. the idea and thought is for Ross to kind of manage the tactical side probably the day to day and then I do more of the, um... yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think When I think about it, the idea of being like a general manager, like understanding the contract side of it, I, I enjoy mm-hmm. the business aspect of stuff and I think I could build a good a good team and a really good culture. That I think guys would want to participate and be a part of. So, I uh, I don't know. The, to answer your question, if uh, if I if I didn't, because I don't know if I actually did, uh, <laughs> I don't think I would necessarily want to be do youth coaching. I maybe I would potentially maybe be open to college coaching, but uh, on the perfect I much prefer pro- the professional ranks. I like I like uh, working more with individuals. Um, developing individuals mentally when they already have what they have like physically as you can mm-hmm. tell
1: these all the stuff that we talk about on my on my lives yeah so i was wondering if you were a general manager what type mm-hmm. of player would be your ideal to build around okay tell me in mls today or uh, it MLS- doesn't need to be a specific years? name it could be just what type of player are you looking for I don't know, for an example, like a proven goal scorer or a veteran center back, like what what would Uh, you build your team uh, around? Okay, so I'm going to say, when I was asking, I'm saying, if I was talking about, if I was building a team
0: for MLS,
1: right? Yeah, for MLS,
0: yeah. For MLS today, like I'm talking about the state of the league today in for MLS today, 1,000% the team would be built around a foundation of, uh, of, Veteran MLS experienced guys. So that would be that'd be guys like uh, beta showers uh, Drew Moore's Lorenowitz, wits Parkhurst uh, Chara like thousand percent Chara um, Guys who've been in the league for a while and understand Understand how the league works and its nuances that'd be mm-hmm. my base. That'd be my base and then from there I'd build around that I think if you build the right culture and and an environment where guys want to participate and be involved in, uh, you can. You don't have to have the big the big names and stuff are great. They're fun mm-hmm. for selling tickets and getting people there, but they're not they're not a they're not a requirement for 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 having a successful team. Like if you're talking about a team that will win, you need that. You you need that, and then you build around there. If you're just building it around superstars and and to uh, internet, all international guys who don't have at least, you know. I'd love, you know what? I'd love, I'd love for someone to do some research and deep dive on the the teams who made it deep in the playoffs. If you mm-hmm. broke down the average numbers of MLS years on the field in the game, that'd be very interesting to go look at. Right. I could try to do something like that. I'd love I'd love to see those numbers across there because like for instance, if you say San Jose last year, especially in the beginning of the year, if you went across the back line, you had what Tarbell had maybe six months of MLS experience. Mm-hmm. Lima had similar six months. Uh, Quintana had like less than like six Kashia. months. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean that 's even at the beginning of the year, like if you go through and you look at that and you add that all up across i 'm talking about mls experience i 'm not talking about professional experience because like i said mls is yeah. a complete it 's a completely different league, and if people don't understand it because they they think football around, in the rest of the world is better and it's you know i 'm saying it 's so much more sophisticated and cultured and all that and guess what that could all be true, but you can't do that in America. Not because it's impossible, but because our country is so big. Travel is different. You're flying commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like the <laughs> the different types of elements and everything that are that are that are an issue and something here are real tangible things that aren't the case in other leagues in the world. And a perfect example of that is every other team's Zlatan's ever gone to. He's done exceptionally well, and they've won hardware and a trophy, right? He came over here, and uh, he had an exceptional he had an exceptional individual year, but his team didn't make playoffs, right? So I think even he's, I think he even he's understood and realized that it's different here, and there's things that you have to do differently and learn to be successful. So, um, yeah. Am I cutting out on you over there? Yeah. Wait. Ah. Uh,
1: right now. Wait. I'm gonna join. Wait, can you hear me or see me right now?
0: Yes, I can. we got to do something about the uh, connection. Oh, why does this
1: always <laughs> Yeah. What...
0: All right. So we're going to wait on Eli to get back in the call. In the meantime, we'll answer another question or two out here. MLS fan base go right after this. Lost to the Dynamo Miss the playoffs. Oh, no. That's all good. So Eli's going to do what he can to hop back in the call. And while he does that, let's see what we got over here. I'm wearing my perfect soccer shirt right now. Going to go live later wearing it. Yeah. What up, MLS fan base? I love the support. Thank you very much for repping the brand and kind of the culture, the community we're building here. I'm juiced about it. I appreciate it, guys. Quincy repping some new PS gear. Yeah, you know. So we're working on some dry fit stuff. We're testing a bunch of different things. Guys, like I said, 2019 is the year. Is the year! We're getting a bunch of stuff in the works, like updating our apparel, updating our partnerships. Oh, man. Guys, if you... oh. If you're not following, make sure you follow the account because I'm gonna be sharing this stuff as well too We've got the B pro division Ryan's been helping me build out here these last couple months. Um, I know a lot of you guys have been looking for and wanting soccer mentorship as well as um, individual soccer training we're putting together um, something we're calling our perfect soccer evaluation training sessions to kind of get you, to help you guys get a full assessment of where you are and building a soccer specific plan just for you so you can uh, improve improve your game, and uh, know, know what it takes to get to the college and pro level. Let me see what we got here. So if you guys haven't already, go make sure to get a free copy of our book at perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. You see, oh, I fell down over here. You get yourself a free copy of the book. It's a great first place to start. It also will get you access to our private Facebook community where I'm helping you guys with that. And then you also get first access to our B Pro Division, which we'll be launching here in the next couple of days. Um, I think stuff is gonna, I think stuff is gonna like book up really quick because a lot of you have been reaching out and asking for asking for it. So use my code on merch. Oh yeah, thank you very much. Eli, did you get going? Let me pin comment. Thank you very much, fan base. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's true. You guys do have DeMarcus Beasley. DeMarcus Beasley is... He's super clever. Dude is always moving. If you're paying attention and watching him as well, too, like, he's a nightmare for his opposing uh, winger because as soon as the winger takes a second to take a break to t- look and see where the ball is or to, like, pay attention, he moves, which is very difficult to defend, it's very hard to deal with, and it wears you down mentally over the course of the game. So, um, if you guys didn't know that... So, let me see. Um, VN, yeah, so, Eli, I don't know if you're still trying to... If you're still trying to get back in, go ahead and call me again. I don't know how it works, so... I just picked I pressed it the last time and, and you, you popped in. V N T H uh, O N Y G ninety two asks, Are you retired man? No. I'm still actively playing. I just finished my tenth year with impact. Um, I'm currently in my free agency year and uh, I'm talking with talking with um, some teams and hopefully we can get something we're hopefully we can get something here done soon. You know, sometimes it takes a-, a while and sometimes it goes really quick. So it- I could think it's going to be weeks and then all of a sudden it's hours and vice versa. So we'll see. Um, you just take it a day at a time. How does it feel to own official MLS memes? What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. see. Requested. okay. Let me see, go live with, okay, I'm going to call, so you let me know if that works. Perfect. And you know what? I like this format. So what I think I'll also do in the future is we'll do like a call-in section of the, of the show where you can, where you'll call in on the live and then we go I there. think.
1: It... Are you back? It worked. It worked. Perfect. Yeah. Am I back? I'm back. I don't, all right. For some reason, now you're glitching. That's probably. But, but. Yes. I'm going to continue the questionnaire. And if, if you could hear me or not, I can't tell. Yep. Um, but you're in Bakersfield right now. You're not currently with the team as teams are. are...
0: Okay. So I
1: think the question was. Uh, okay. Are... Wait. I'm going to exit.
0: You can send me the questions. Eli, go ahead and send me the questions now in the, in the live, and I'll just continue on here answering everybody as we're going through here. So I think Eli had asked, what am I doing now that teams are in preseason um, and kind of started with the season? So not going too deep into it, but there's kind of segments and sections. This goes, and most teams and organizations do all their planning, let's say in December or, or or even towards the end of the year, depending on if you made it to playoffs or not, you probably start you start uh, looking to what you're going to do to your roster and change it uh, a little bit earlier. If you ended up making it deeper into the playoffs, maybe you're not starting till the end of the end of December going into January. But you're creating most of them are creating a short list of their ideal players are the ones that they're targeting, their top five, 10 at each position, and then they're understanding how much money they have available, how much money's already tied up in contracts, who they would like to move, who they can't move, who they want to move, um, but, but may not be able to. So there's a lot of moving pieces and dynamics when it comes to that. Now, with that understanding, uh, a player like me is not, and I understand. And a big thing that I talk to you guys about as is too is self-awareness, understanding, knowing who you are, and um, understanding, knowing who you are, and understanding your niche and what you're trying to do and why you're doing it, and how you go about doing it. So, for me, I understand I'm not the guy who's number one on the list. I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the player that. Uh, technical staff in the general management at the end of the year saying he's our number one person that we need to sign and get on this paper and get him signed in for a long-term deal this that and the other I understand that right but I do know I'm on the short list so maybe I'm number five or six on the list that they would be interested in if everything else didn't work out right that's how I'm viewed and I understand that's how I'm viewed so if I understand that's how I'm viewed then I need to be doing things that's putting myself in the best position for if and when my opportunity comes up, because my opportunity comes last minute. My opportunity does not come as soon as the season ends with ample time. Uh, My opportunity comes when there's no time left and all the options are kind of dwindled down, and now the teams who thought they were going to get their one, two, three, or four guy or whatever on the list doesn't pan out, and now they're scrambling to look at their number five, six, seven. And the issue and problem for most of them is that once they're at that point, the number of people still available and around are very small. That is me, that's how and where I prepare to be ready and available when those opportunities comes. Now there's risk reward in that strategy. And one risk is you end up without a team or you end up having to Yeah, well, the largest risk is you end up without a team, right? But other risks are you run out of money or uh, you're anxious or you're um, uncertain or you're desperate or whatever. There's a multitude of things and that pressure that gets put on you because if, if you haven't prepared properly makes it harder and harder to make better, longer term decisions. And as you guys know, I talk to you guys a lot about setting yourself up for the best For the best possible outcome in the long term. So never sacrificing, um, never making a sacrifice in the short term that jeopardizes your long term, right? Because like we said, results are exponential. And if you keep going for short term goals, eventually you've done short term for a period of time, it's turned into you've done short term for long term. And when you've done short term for long term, everything crumbles. So sometimes you have to sacrifice in the short term for the long term. So to that point the, the better prepared you are financially, uh, mentally, physically, the longer you can you can handle the uncertainty that professional sports allows you and it's a big thing that I speak to a lot of the younger guys about being prepared and not so dependent financially on the organization that you work for. you are a business and when I say that I'm talking about anybody and everybody you're exchanging your time for money from someone else. And the amount of money you can get for your time goes up, the more skill you have and the the more productive your skill is for the individual paying you for your time. So, if you understand your business, you need to understand the business of, of your business. You need to learn the financial side. You need to learn the contract side. You need to learn the union side. You need to learn the workers' comp side. You need to learn your rights. You need to learn um, the rules, you need, to, you need to learn and understand how people use the rules against you. These are all, these are all dynamics that are part of being, a pro, of being a pro. And the parts that aren't spoken to very often, obviously, because when most guys figure this stuff out, it is their competitive advantage to not share this information with you. Because if you don't know that the reason you can't beat the guy across from you is because... Um, he knows to drink orange juice before he plays. Let's say it's that. Let's say it's something as simple as that. And you drink apple juice and you, you'll never figure it out unless you're trying a bunch of juice or he tells you. That's why I'm always saying never being uh, – I even posted this today on the Perfect Soccer account. Not being afraid to make a mistake. Make, not being afraid to make a mistake means you're trying many things. You're trying multiple things and you're trying them often. And in doing so, you learn new things. The quickest way to learn is through making mistakes. So you want to make as many small mistakes as you possibly can. You, you never want to make such large mistakes in the short term that it affects your long term. But the more mistakes you can make in the short term makes your prospects in the long term better because you'll gain more experience over time. So I went down a lot of different paths with that to try to connect those all to the point of explaining that you want to be proactive, not reactive. So you want to project yourself out a year from now and whatever you want and know to be true, you want to be preparing for the outcome if worst case scenario was to arrive. Case in point, you're in your free agency year, preseason is about to start or has started with most clubs, you haven't finished, um, you haven't gotten a deal done yet, but not being in a situation or position where you are forced to have to rush into anything, you can you can make the decision or decisions that are best suited for you right now as well moving forward. So hopefully that gives some insight as to what you do, how you do it, or at the very least what it is that I've done and how I've done it up to this point. Which isn't to say that things can't change and you don't you don't do stuff in the... You, I won't do things differently in the future, but um, I'm always testing and trying different things to see... What still works, what doesn't work, and how I can be better. Um, Also, uh, okay, uh, Eli said he's currently making an MLS squad in the eyes of Quincy. That would be a very decent squad, I believe. Um, uh, Jeffrey said, are you talking with the crew? It'd be awesome if you came to the crew. No, it'd be cool to, to go with the crew. I know you guys got Caleb Porter as well now, right? But, uh... I think we discussed with them and he's not interested, so, you deal with it and move on. Um really uh, uh, V, V and Tony, I, I know I'm saying that wrong, says, I hope you come to Galaxy. That'd be cool to stay in the West Coast. I know my, uh, my Earthquakes fans wouldn't be too happy about that. But hey, they got rid of me. I love you guys still. No hard feelings. It's, It's part of the business, guys. I left once and came back. You never know. Uh, uh, Designs by Chad said, huge fan of yours when you were with this fire. Well, thank you very much, Chad. I appreciate that. I had some good times in Chicago. That's where Quincy Time started. If you guys haven't watched, make sure you go check out the old Quincy Time episodes. I watched a a couple of those. I'm super biased because it's uh, my time, my show, and I do what I want, but that is a that was an amazing show and we should definitely revamp it here in the future. Let's see. Let's see. (laughs) Quincy time. Quincy time. Let's see what else. Here's one for you. I got a question for you guys. Who, who on the live has actually has read the book, has read, has read our book? And what is some of your feedback as to it? Good, bad, indifferent? Have you been applying what we're teaching? Um, if so, what have you got out of it? What, what more would you like us to discuss or go into? You guys know that um, I always make uh, update the books and stuff. Heal underscore ever underscore underscore... There's your shout shout out, Jordan. Uh, um, yeah, I went deep on linear exponential for you, man. So if you weren't able to see it, um, if you weren't able to see it, at least you'll see the replay in a couple of weeks. The, the only the only reason you want to make sure you join the the replays replays live, guys, is because. The delay replay, so you either can watch this replay for the 24 hours afterwards and then after that it's like two weeks before we actually get this thing recorded, pulled down, and put back up on the YouTube channel. So you can always watch the old lives over there, but if you wanted to know what's going on in real time, you got to turn on those push notifications so you don't miss it. Yo, Ryan! Ryan, B-Pro General Manager, just joined the call. What up, man? You guys are going to start seeing Ryan here a lot more as well soon. If you're in the San Jose area, Ryan is. Uh, we've been developing out our B-Pro evaluation training sessions and our uh, brand report, as well as our Perfect Soccer Mentors program, which is going to be dope. If you guys haven't, uh, I think, well, actually, it's live. It's live now. So head over to perfectsoccerskillscom pro and you guys can get on that list if you want. Um you guys know what it is. Instagram limits me to an hour on these lives and I've only got I've only got a minute and 30 seconds left and usually it says that but then like it cuts off. So, uh I will wrap things up. Guys, thank you very much for joining me on another Live of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show, episode ten. I enjoyed having you here. If you haven't gotten the book, go to perfectsoccerskills.com/book and get the book. And if you are in the San Jose area, at least right now, I know it's in San Jose. We'll probably be expanding out to Chicago and up and down all over the place. And we'll be doing the online mentors program. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com/bpro, b-e-p-r-o, and get on the list for that. Be on the lookout for that because we're we're launching that and doing that as well here soon. Uh, Serena just joined. We got 55 seconds left before it cuts me out. Uh, notorious PKs. No problem. Happy. Well, happy to help you with your soccer. I'm glad you're getting a lot out of it. And I appreciate having you guys here. Jeffrey, thank you very much. Uh, heel, sir. August is getting big, man. He's kicking the ball around and he's running like a beast everywhere. Serena always be lurking in the comments. Uh, Thanks for yeah no thanks for your time K9 Hampton I appreciate it guys um, I will definitely see you next Thursday and oh for a giveaway for those of you who made it to the end of the call I've got 20 seconds to think of something uh, if someone shoots a video discussing what they've learned from the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint the book uh, post that and tag it to their account I'll send you a perfect soccer soccer ball because I want to understand where it's coming. <sharp> Let's <inhale> go.